listening to Full Count with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. Hey guys, welcome to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. If you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on Twitter at the FC Podcast. How are you doing, John, out in New York? Go ahead, caller. Good, good. How are you, Sean, out there in L.A.? Go ahead. Hey, I'm good. Thanks for asking, caller. What do you What do you got for me, John? What have you been up to? Uh, you know, just uh, living the New York nightmare one dream at a time or something. <laughs> Uh, is that a song you heard out there? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a little hungover, I'll be honest with you. This, uh, I feel like I've been drunk since the 4th of July. Well, you have. And, uh, yeah, that's, I know. That's probably why. And it's uh, it's time for a rest. How was the wedding out there, John? This is Mike Cassettini on the dial. How was your uh, <laughs> How was your wedding celebration? Hey, Mike, it wasn't a wedding. It was an engagement party. And ooh, it was um, actually really fun. We. Uh, there's a house out in the Hamptons, and everyone uh, was essentially just, you know, alcoholics and children running around. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. A new a show on NBC, movie. Alcoholics and Children. <laughs> well, how does it feel to be entitled, Hampton boy? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't feel entitled. I don't feel entitled. felt a little out of place, but actually uh, the rest of my brother's fiance's family is pretty much like us they're not uh they're not well to do or anything it's just uh that one particular section of the family we, john, so, john wanted to pitch a show uh the hucks take manhattan yeah no, hucks <laughs> in the hamptons did you see a bu- did you see a bugatti while you were out there <laughs> uh is that a painting a car or a motorcycle <laughs> it would be a car i took my a bugatti car. to get my ducati <laughs> hey did uh, your did I your told- I tow my Bugatti with my Ducati. That'd be uh, hilarious. Did your? Uh, I kept asking to see. I kept asking to see where, like, where Hank Med lives, and uh, no one, I guess, watches Royal Pains on USA. So, no, pretty sure I didn't the, really get the reference. Pretty sure you're the only one, John. Uh-huh. Uh, I might be, but it's still on, right? I mean, it's in its like sixth season. Yeah, I think so. You, you're the only one. TV, you're the only. That's how they rate uh, shows now. If one or two people watch them, it's a success. If everybody wants it, no, we're going to take your Southland away. Yeah, dude. yeah, right. If everybody loves it, it's got to go. But if one person's watching it somewhere in a remote <laughs> corner of the world, let's keep it on for six seasons. So you you must have uh, caught uh, Shark After Dark then, didn't you? <laughs> Shark After Dark. Oh you, oh, oh, you didn't see this phenomenon? Oh man, no. you, you you had to watch. You didn't watch any Shark Week this week, huh? Uh, I watched. Oh, 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 Shark After Dark. Is this where the comedians are on talking about? Uh, it's supposed to be like The Walking Dead, but they're talking about Shark Week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was awful. If I owned Discovery Channel, uh, I'd fire whoever's idea that was, and then I would make Shark Week about more about sharks. But I don't understand now why they always have a TV show host, and then they have someone on the computer keeping up with the the trends and the tweets and the, you know, it's just yeah, like, yeah, I hate it's, that. But if we had that, if we were hired for that, we would love the show. 
The show would be amazing. Of course. If we were working on the show, it would be the greatest thing on television. First of all, there's nothing funny about sharks. How do you close the day of uh, shark sharks watching? Are funny. Have you Is ever, that right? Have you ever seen sharks are funny. Have you ever he's... talked to a shark? He's got stories for Dude, days. I saw a shark at an open mic, and I'm telling you, he's like, what's up, my sharks? Well, for... And, you know, just going crazy. Do you ever? Do yeah, you guys ever it's... consider seals to be the blacks of the sea? All right now. <laughs> so, John, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know what's weird when you sit with someone and you're like, how did they say what I was thinking? This is so weird. Uh, John, did uh, did your brother DJ this weekend is what I want to know. No, 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 he did not DJ. He's uh, he's actually, he is going to spin at his own wedding, though, for like an hour. What? <laughs> yeah, what? he's like, I want to be DJing for at least an hour. And, you know. Is that the role? Like, that's the only role he had in the wedding. Okay, we can do that's it anywhere. That's the only thing he had to stay in, right. Yeah, I, I want to DJ, and I want doves. <laughs> and he's got, he's got a, they have a regular DJ coming in, but he's like, I'm going to actually spin my music. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he's already starting to like put together beats and stuff. So it's really funny. <laughs> Is he going to like come in between that guy? Like just to push him out the way real quick, come do a two hour set and then push him out of the way. Like he's Qbert or something like that. What's Qbert? Uh, not understanding the <laughs> reference, but I do. Qbert's just a major uh, DJ. I do think era. he'll just probably oh. ask the gentleman to step aside. I don't think he'll probably, he'll probably well, you know push how, anybody. Because when I when I used to DJ back in the day, there would be that one guy who was like the cat's meow. Like everybody really came to see this dude right. at this like party. That and, you he, know, and when he walks in, he doesn't look at anybody. No, he just pushes you out of the way and goes, right. "I'm doing my two hours." And then you and then he's like, "Now you can have your boards back." And you're like, "What the hell happened right there?" <laughs> You had to bring your old record players. I I brought two twelve hundreds, man. Wherever I went, Good. I brought I brought vinyl you with me and everything. Fifteen hundreds and said, "What up?" <laughs> okay, Mister Mom, you're like buy, buy twenty four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> then it's been twice as fast. <laughs> I don't know math on it, but I think I'm I think I'm right. Think Why I'm would right. you want to work on your wedding? Oh, he doesn't sell work. It's just fun for him. He oh. doesn't care. All right, you know it's going to end up to where. Jeff's going to be playing for, a lo- you know, his set or whatever. And then people, it's going to turn, he's going to get drunk and it's going to kind of turn awkward at the end. And then Pam's just going to go, get off there. And then just pull him away. And then John's going to go, yeah, it's, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> I like how you think it's going to be a drunken debacle. <laughs> it might be. Who knows? Is it, is it going to be uh, filmed for a reality TV show at all? Good God, no, no. Uh, I went to one of those last year. (laughs) One of those last year, man. You did not go to a Oh, you didn't know that TK got married with a uh, reality show? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. TLC. Yeah, TLC. Yeah. Why didn't you guys tell me that, first Uh, of all? TLC should be forced to change. If people are enraged that the Washington Redskins still go by the Redskins, where's the uh, group of people that are enraged that TLC is allowed to be called the Learning Channel? And they have show, like th- nothing. You learn nothing. You no, that's oh, the learning channel. That. I thought it was after the band. No, yeah, the- it was the band. The band started a channel. TLC and, uh, left eye. She's gone, so they just kept the channel going. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. Now they're just two um, Boz and Skags or whatever their names were are uh, station programmers over there now. So <laughs> yeah, they're, no TA is working on the set. It's the Learning Channel for, and they they cut this off the title because it was too long. For what not to do? Ah, I see. Yeah, I see. Guys, guys, this is getting comics unleashed. Did I just set you up for a bit? <laughs> uh, 
Sean, wait, wait. I like how you're. I like how you're using. Uh, I can tell you've been on set recently. I, you're using a lot of uh, production lingo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been on been on set a lot lately. Yeah, because I can tell you when you say stuff like um, room tone, which doesn't make any sense. I know. What you're doing. <laughs> um, what was the other thing you just said? I don't know. I just walk around town whenever I see a bunch of trucks outside. I go, "Hey guys, can I work with you?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, I'm going to be here for two hours." So you better give me a walkie-talkie. Yeah, you better give me a walkie-talkie, and I'm going to be in charge of this guy right here. Go give me coffee. <laughs> and the director's like, uh, "I'm the director," and I'm like, uh, "Why won't you direct get me some coffee?" Yeah, directly. Get go direct that craft service guy to pour some coffee and bring it over. John, it's been crazy here in L.A. One Direction's been at the Yondas all week, so we've had 14 year old girls. All up and down Sunset, which means... Oh, my God. A good time. They've been aware? Where are they playing? <laughs> I don't know. They were held up at the Ondas for a while. The Ondas? Yeah, right by the comedy store, the hotel. Oh. Uh, the Ondas. Uh, so they were just screaming for them? I yeah. saw there was something funny online. Uh, Brian Irwin posted it, too, for his dad's I don't believe thing, it. I don't believe it. It was just pictures of dads at a One Direction concert. Oh, my God. Like, oh, just man. bewildered and angry and <laughs> just on cell phones. Like, why am I here? How did I get this? Day? Like, <laughs> I assume most of them are divorced and just, like, lost out. Like, that was their weekend, you know? And they were like, yeah, I'll take you there. So shut up about it. But I can't imagine, like, a married couple, the dad going, I'll take her. Yeah, that's what, I'll take what is, what that's is that. one, What does One Direction mean? What does it uh, mean? They love chicks, man. One Direction. I is that know. they're That's going? What I was is, is, is it like we're going all the way to the top? That's Dude, a, I mean, going you, up. If you write, if you name your band something at the end of the day that can be used as a joke when everything starts to hit the fan, you know what I mean? Like, oh, One Direction. Yeah, that direction is down. We're yeah. low on the charts. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, just don't got to think. Yeah, but they're kids. I guess so. <laughs> they put them together. That's weird. Stay tuned for How to Name Your Boy Band with Mike Cassantini <laughs> and Sean Alpin. So you're getting into the program, John Huckhead, coming from I New think, York. I think it would be funny to have a, like Sean, like a video of Sean like behind a desk like with a tie, like a clip-on, of course, like a clip-on tie. And, it would, and like, hey, are you trying to name your boy band? <laughs> you give like just reasons why. John, John, don't good. give that stuff away out there. Oh, it's gold, just, baby! Just, it's gold. It's copyright. Uh oh! The internet wins. Segment bell, guys. Whoa, segment Whoa, bell! Se we got two segment bells. John's uh, Mike's getting a little crazy on segment bell. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Calm, everybody, calm down. We're not going to talk about meth in the middle. We're not going to talk about that show right now. Uh, uh, first of all, I watched the season premiere. It was awesome. All right, that's John's spoiler, review spoiler, on Breaking Bad for this alert. week. Spoiler alert! Spoiler it's awesome. alert! <laughs> It's like, uh, what if you go, dude? It's awesome. Ugh, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Yet. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we we, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Pete Rose put his uh, two cents in. We got Andrew Shaw giving up stitches. Yeah, and Doc Gooden family basically struck out the home. All right, guys, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll count podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. We'll be back in a second.
right, guys, we're back with uh, the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Hug. John, you still on the uh, the phone there? I am. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, we, we thought we lost you there for a minute. You know how technology no. is. Do what? You know how technology is, right? I don't know how technology is. That's exactly. why. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I do what I do. I don't even know what that means. All right, guys, Me let's either. let's talk. Uh, we're gonna let's talk. Poor Pete Rose. Sports, Sports headlines. headlines. What do you mean, poor Pete? Well, I mean, yeah, poor Pete Rose. But I like what he had to say. I thought he was. Uh, what did he have to say, John Huck? He put in his, like you said, he put in his two cents on the uh, A Rod slash Biogenesis slash PEDs in the sport of baseball slash Hall of Fame. Slash. He put, he put in his two cents. Is he broke now? Basically. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He basically is broke. Um, and I love the picture I saw of him online. He's wearing a camouflage Cincinnati Reds hat. Like, I can still be a fan. You just can't see me. Um, <laughs> it should be. It should be. Yeah, not I'm still cam- a fan. You haven't seen me. It should be not camouflage. It should just be like a hat filled with like hot dogs or something. Like that. <laughs> I always get. I always wonder. And then I, you have to look at it. Is that the Chicago logo or is that Cincinnati? Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a Bears logo, right? Yeah, what if he picked the wrong? He just went to a hat shop and he's like, "Eh, it's good." It's close. <laughs> it's a C. It's a C. Okay. Uh, that's that's um, But yeah, no, he said that he, you know, he, well, I, he he wishes he wouldn't have lied for so long. He wishes he would have come clean because he's right. Had he come clean, he probably wouldn't have received a lifetime ban. And uh, and I like his his what he said when he's like. And, you know, I'm getting a lifetime ban for gambling. I should have. I chose the wrong vice. I should have been uh, a drug user or a drinker or I should have, you know, punched my girlfriend because that stuff's all forgiven. Yeah, well, because he's, he's asking for, like, another chance. He said that the, he picked the, the wrong vice. Alcohol or drugs would have given him another chance, even if it's a second or third. But uh, with Well, he also said that he, doesn't, he wouldn't need a second chance. It's like... You you give me what you, like you give me the second chance. I'm not going to need a third, is what he said. Right, like, right. That's ridiculous. But uh, Mike and I were talking earlier about how whenever I see Pete Rose talk on anything, you could just see in his eyes how sad he is. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's bummed and, and, out, man. And then, his uh, whole life was dedicated to the sport of baseball, and he's one of the greatest baseball players to ever play. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's not that he just loved the game. The game loved him. Like everybody loved Pete Rose. You know, the problem that I have about the Pete Rose situation is that he uh, he was made to be this poster child, and no one else has, you know, b- you know, been in the same position to the extent that it's not just a Pete Rose thing. You know what I mean? Like if it was if Pete Rose in the last thirty years could have had at least one person get entered into the same category per year or every other year to the extent that he was like well welcome to my club i'm not just this ugly poster child to this thing that doesn't freaking exist yeah because he is not attractive no not at all no poster child that's good sean but um (laughs) but if someone but he was it he was the that's where every finger was pointed at pete rose for years and years and years and it's it was almost like man nothing's wrong with baseball said pete rose he was you know gambler yeah right which is ridiculous because while that was going on you saw what else was happening and it was blatant and it was obvious and they just didn't care for so long and now it's like oh this is a big deal let's get them so now they're going after him but i think they should if they're going to do what they're doing they need to re-examine pete rose's situation how much you want to bet when pete rose passes 
That's that, what I don't want. I don't want him to be dead, and then they put him in the Hall of Fame. That's what they're going to do. How much you want to bet yeah. that they're going to do that? They're waiting to that moment. They're going to give it a year, and then they're going to be like, oh, let's you know give Pete Rose should. the thing. Cause yeah. Well, he, that would be a tragedy. That's what they did with Ron Santo, and it was, uh, uh, it was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he dies a year later. He gets into the – come on. The guy was a classic baseball player, a great announcer, like – Come on. Like, it's almost like the people do it for their cells, but it's like you should do it for the player while he's alive. Well, how about this is like, how about it. this is a conversation though at some level? Why with all the stuff that we're dealing with for the last 20 years of baseball? Let's look at that as an example. Like why can't they come in and go why don't we just shake this thing up and start over? You know what I mean? Like let's clear <laughs> let's just clear this whole past thing. Let's 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 reevaluate this reality that we have P- with Pete Rose and then let's just clean that up. Let's clean up all this drug juicing bullshit. Let's and then let's just kind of start over and not have these things that we can point out and be sort of dysfunctional with like Clemens and everything else. Let's just clean it up yeah. and say going forward None of this stuff's going to – we're not going to do this anymore. A baseball do-over. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's all fine and good, except that you can't – like, if you're ta- are you talking about erasing records? Are you talking about just wiping out the whole era? Because there's guys that didn't dope and that didn't take drugs, that didn't do anything wrong, that have had really, really uh, good careers. I'm talking know? about getting those guys into the Hall of Fame that deserve to be. That, um, yeah, I mean, you know, giving giving Pete Rose his 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 dues and putting him into that into that Hall of Fame like he's supposed to be and just going, you know, we're not going to continue to hold on to these old stories and having them be sort of these, you know, red herrings or sort of, you know, yeah. I don't know. They're just really dark spots to to the extent that it just kind of it, it makes everybody stop considering how fun the game is and more about all the bullshit. That's how I look at it. Right, but baseball is like, you know, human life. It's just, you know, there's going to be dark spots, man. It's just uh, sports have their, you know, their huge, you know, clouds over certain portions of their history. You know, baseball just has had it more than most sports. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, people have been throwing games and gambling and doing drugs since the day baseball was invented, you know? And it's just... It's, they always talk about the human element of the game. That's also the human element. Like human beings, we're dumb. We're you know, as, greedy. As, as individuals, we can do great things, but when we get around groups, we can be completely foolish. You know, and and that just happens. So yeah, like if you drink at home by yourself, but then if you go out in public, you can be an asshole. Right. That's very true. So I stay home now. No, I'm not saying you, John. I'm saying oh, you, oh. people, as you as a people. Right. Yes. We're not yes. you know, holding a picture of you right now pointing at it. <laughs> going, this fucking guy. You know? Circling it with a red pen <laughs> over and over and over until I rip the picture. Pete Rose should take a private plane over a large body of water, fake a death. <laughs> fake a death. Live on an island ever so quietly. Come back as Rose Pete. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, when they finally go, well, we can't find him like Amelia, Amelia Earhart. They'll basically go, okay, and then they'll insert him, and then he could be we like, find his Reds baseball hat, and we're going to put it in the Hall of Fame. And then he pops out of nowhere. That's right. Hey, suckers, I'm not dead. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to work with him on that. I, I think that'd be fun. 
All right, there you have it. One vote for Pete Rose faking his own death, they, yeah. waiting for them to put, waiting a year to come out of hiding. Yeah. And who knows? And that's what Kenny Powers is going to do when we come back to East Island Down. Is that right? September 29th on HBO. Shameless plug. Oh, that's a nice plug. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're forgetting about A-Rod, guys. Do you know he is fighting well, for Rose, his life? Okay, dude, enough of that. But Pete Rose said, you know, he said he, to, he told A-Rod the same thing he'll tell, he would tell Braun or any of those guys. It's, yeah. Don't stop lying. Just come out and confess everything, and then you, you'll be you, you'll then that's what that's the only way you can do the start over the start over the redo that you guys are talking about. Like, the truth will set you free. Is that, that's what he said. Or did Bob, yeah. did Bob Marley say that or somebody? Um, yeah, Bob Marley said that. Um, I'm sure a couple times. And in you, life. you don't know what you got till it's gone, guys. That's very true. Yeah, that was Cinderella. Um, <laughs> but it's also when you have somebody like Pete, you know, it's just funny when you have, uh, Pete, like Cooper and Michael Vick defending him, or you, if you have Pete Rose defending a rod, you know, you screwed right. up when you have these type of guys defending you. Right. That's yeah. like a, a murder. Well, I, don't think, ju- I don't think Pete Rose is necessarily defending a rod. I mean, he's, no, like, no, no, he's no. friends with him. Right, because A-Rod probably pulls a lot of tail when they go out, and Pete Rose is a horny old man. Who knows what the deal is. But I he's mean, just he's, catching he's, leftovers from A-Rod. I got it! <laughs> but I think he's he's definitely somebody that these guys should look at and go, I don't want to make that mistake. I don't want to be in that position. I don't want a lifetime ban. Like With a lifetime ban, there is no chance to get into the Hall of Fame until someone takes that ban off. With the, the steroid guys, eventually... The guys who vote for people to get into the Hall of Fame and other players will be okay with them getting in. It's just going to happen. Whether they all live to see it or not, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's very true. I don't think it's true. Well. Do <laughs> <laughs> right. you want to talk about why or do you just want to say I don't um, think it's true? No, that's, I, just, I just wanted to leave it flat like that. And the listeners would be like, why? I wonder what Sean thinks. I wonder what Sean thinks. And they think they're going to get it, but they're not. Because we're moving on to Andrew Shaw Auctions. His stitches. Guys, how hardcore is this? All right. So, I don't even think I, I, I even looked at this one, John. So, go ahead and tell me about it. Oh, well, first of all, was a late Shaw, night. he plays for uh, the world the champion Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, oh. the oh, who Who is it? You broke up. The Blackhawks. Uh, the Blackhawks. The greatest hockey team in the world right now. John, we are n- um, not hearing you right now. Go ahead. <laughs> There's something wrong, with, something wrong with the phone. Um, yeah, dude. Okay, so game six, which is the game they won. Uh, last two times they were in the Stanley Cup playoffs, they won game six on the road to win the whole thing. You know, So they did that in uh, Boston. And during the like first, I think second period, maybe first period, uh, Shaw took a puck to the cheek, his right cheek, just like just straight right in, to the face, just right in the cheek, <clears throat> right in the cheek. And he was down, like he looked like he was knocked unconscious and just kind of fell to the ice, didn't move. Right? He fell there immediately and lay there for a few seconds. Go ahead, John. <laughs> he was helped out the ice, received stitches in the locker room, and later returned to the game to help the Hawks clinch their second cup in four seasons. Yeah, and now he's going to take this. First of all, he came back into that game. How tough is that? That's badass. Eh, Second of all, uh, uh, he's going to auction those sti- those stitches off now for uh, breast cancer awareness. Hey, 
when I was a little <laughs> when I was a little boy, I played ice hockey. I played it for about eight years, and I was a goalie, and uh, I was uh, pretty good on the ice and everything. I thought I was really good though. And you know, when you when you're practicing just before the game, you go up and down the ice just to get your legs underneath you and stuff. And yeah. I took my helmet off, you know, before the game, and I'm doing figure eights and stuff. And I thought it would be cute to close my eyes. Well, it wasn't so cute because I rammed my face into the boards, and I Ow. broke my two front teeth. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Close my eyes. Again. <laughs> no, that's what kicks. That's what kicks was singing about. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> You'll fall on the ice tonight. That is awesome. I thought that song was about suicide. No, dude, no. it's about kids doing really dumb things on ice, and smashing into the board. You know, he's like, I was a goalie, but you know, I, I figured I would change into a tutu and do figure eights. <laughs> And come to find out, like, some older kid kicked him in the back of the head, and that's how he fell into the eye. The <laughs> all right, so first of all, cancer, uh, uh, breast cancer awareness. First of all, I'm aware of both of these things. Yeah. And that's I, how I'm really aware of breasts and really aware of cancer. And this is a good cause, though. So he's auctioning yeah. his stitches off, which is, um, the, like, the whole group, or, you know, is he going to break it up, or... No, yeah, I think it's just a group. He said, I think they were framed. But he only had, like, I think five stitches in that cheek. Yeah. And the guy, the weird thing is, in the article you sent me, the guy who, like, the, the first one to him almost when he was getting the stitches put in was like, hey, don't take those out because we could probably make some money for a really good cause. And he was like, okay. Like, who even thinks like that? Like, uh, hey, we can auction off your weird accident here. And, a pretty uh, shady dude. <laughs> Pretty shady dude. Yeah. I got a bag of dandruff. Hey, don't, don't do anything with that cast when you're done with it. I want to sell it. Like, all right. Was well, uh, for the V Foundation. I guess it's the uh, V Foundation for Cancer Research. Yeah, Jimmy V. Which is, uh, yeah, for the former uh, Jimmy V. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm sorry I'm reading and I'm just thinking, you know? But, uh, yeah. yeah, so. Okay. I, I, I'm trying to figure out what there's no really um, a price that I know it's going on eBay, but they wouldn't say it, it could probably go. It's all about start the maybe 10,000 or what's the, yeah, they didn't, they don't, they're not, uh, they're not sending out a projection as to what it might go for. You're right. But I mean, how much can something like that really go for? But I it's, mean, have you ever seen the pieces of bread that have Jesus on them? <sighs> Oh they man! You seen that dog's butthole that looks like Jesus? He's like, hey! <laughs> you can buy a dog's butthole on eBay. Well, you probably can, but they're um, it's rare. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what other because that's like so you can get you could get a, jer- a game worn jersey, you know. But then to have you know to have the player's DNA on it, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, it is. Well, it's creepy. I have I have a game worn jersey. I have a uh, Bakersfield Blaze game worn jersey. The minor league team in Bakersfield, obviously. Jason Kidd used to uh, play baseball in high school, and I mm-hmm. have his batter's glove. Wow! Yeah, Ooh. you should slap people with it and challenge them to duels. I know. I have a. Uh, I think it's. I have one of David Tell's hats that he left at the improv <laughs> one time. Okay. You should wear it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything more on the uh, 
whatever that team is you're talking about. Uh, the uh, Blackhawks. They're awesome. Shaw John, awesome. breaking up again. John, you need to call back. Breaking oh up again. God. we got to fix these phones here, guys. I don't even know what's... What if I just believed you every time and kept hanging up and calling back? <laughs> <laughs> you know how pissed you would be by the fifth call? <laughs> I'm not doing this to that. <laughs> and, then, and then it just carries us over through this whole day. You cannot get on the plane. Sorry. Well, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. Start going crazy. I do just want to go home. <laughs> it's like John sounds like he's his, New York's John's Vegas. Guys, I've been here too long. I got to go. Home. No, I mean, I, I like New York a lot. Don't get me wrong. You have a T-shirt um, yet that says that? How was the no, Mets, how no, was the Mets no, game, yeah. by the way? You went to the Mets What's game, that? right, didn't you? Yes, I went to the uh, Mets Rockies. Mets won on the Thursday day game, and the Mets won two to one. And uh, how was City it? Field? I'm happy to report it's very nice. Uh, really, really well done field. Uh, Mets how, looked good that day, did, and we got did, real drunk. How did Gary Carter do? That's not cool. How did Daryl Strawberry do? Uh, Daryl Strawberry didn't play. What Guys, about, speaking, uh, of, how about, how about speaking Keith, of the Keith Mets, Doc Gooden's family evicted after former Major League Baseball uh, fails to pay rent. Wow, it's that way for Mr. Doc Gooden right now? No, no, he no, he just decided not to pay anymore because his ex-wife is, you know, they're probably in a fight. Yeah. What, uh, what's what's funny to me is they his rent was $4,500 a month and they called it a mansion. What? No, that's like a two-bedroom in Hollywood, right? That I'm saying, like, my brother pays more than that for his apartment in New York. Right, I don't right, understand right. how well, a he... mansion could be only 4500 bucks a month. And if that is the case, I want to move into that mansion. Tell me where it is. Well, because it, in the dirty yeah, south. So Gooden stopped paying uh, $4,500 per month rent February. The landlord is suing for all the back rent plus uh, penalties. Totaling nearly nineteen thousand dollars. But, but is it in the South? It's got to be like down in Atlanta or something like that. Uh, Anywhere? Nowhere. One, one, nope. in John. I don't know. I don't yeah. know honestly. Because there are there are tough. houses in in Atlanta that are very very big that will be that price tag. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But, yeah. I, but you but don't want to live there. You don't want to live there because it's 137 degrees every day of your Dude, life. Dude, if you paid forty five hundred dollars a month for rent in Dallas. It would be like where Deion Sanders used to live, yeah. Troy Aikman. Yeah. Like you, you would have like a, you, you could call your house the mall, yeah. Because people go, yeah. why is that orange Julius by your kitchen? Yeah, my dad this lives in a one huge. bedroom. It's like a nice place, but it's not a nice area. Round Rock, Texas, not very nice. I know it is, and uh, he pays like seven hundred bucks for a one bedroom. It's amazing, dude. I, when I got out of uh, college and moved to. Uh, around Dallas area. I was like on the very corner of ghetto and nice. Like it was one street over was really bad, but these apartments, it was like three ninety five a month for yeah. a one bedroom. I can't believe it. <laughs> wow. But it you didn't want to be there. You didn't want to live there really. And in, no. in, in the, you know, larger scope. It's like one of those weird neighborhoods where the, uh, the cable company, AT&T would put up, you know, like free cable for a month or whatever, all these flyers on your door. Well, on the front side, it you know it was English and it said uh, free cable for first three months free, and then you flip it over and it's in Spanish, but this said four months free. Nice. So I called them like, um, I'm, a, I'm a Spanish speaking person. I would like four months free. And they're like, what? And I get it. They, so they had to give me the deal for four months free. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Because I just saw that all I understood was the number four, and then you know you 
read it the same month or whatever month is. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, isn't it month though? <laughs> no, it's not. That is awesome, dude. Four months free. Four I'm months a free. Speaking person. Sir, you're not speaking Spanish. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, speak Spanish. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't speak it on the phone. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I read it, but I don't. I watch it. I can read it in movies, but just not on. All right, so. Well, so Good is not really being evicted, but now his wife is because he was like, hey, if you're going to be a bitch about it, I'm not paying your rent anymore. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's when, when you have that much money and then, you know, the whole accustomed to thing. And then yeah. the uh, you have to pay, you know, you got to keep the kids happy. I can't believe a doctor wouldn't be able to afford his, his rent. <laughs> Next on Comics oh. Unleashed, we got. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna do that show this season. <laughs> uh, we'll do it together. Oh, we got Battle Cam on Thursday, buddy. Uh, yeah, I've, but when we come back, let's we'll talk Battle Cam and some other stuff. Um, so we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll come back. You're listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Hay. Guys, you're, uh, we're back with the uh, Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. And, we, well, we didn't even talk. Mike introduced himself earlier. Mike, Mike Cassantini. Hey, what's with up, no man? With no T after the S. I found no, that yeah. Um, what, uh, what are we, we going to talk about now? Well, I think, the, I think the Bengals, man. The Bengals on HBO. Have you been watching that show? I've been watching it. And, John, you got to get into this. This is going to be your new Cougar Town. <laughs> you're going to... You're gonna love it, and you'll go. Hey, don't call me when um, Hard Knocks is on because do I what, do I tell you not to call me when Cougar Town is on? Have I ever said that? Uh, no, you actually said, "Hey, call me after Cougar Town's over." <laughs> so that's oh a yeah, that's different. right. I was in the hotel. <laughs> John yeah. likes watching shows about chicks that love wine. <laughs> yeah, I do. Sideways. I like Cougar Town. Anyway, yes. Are you watching that show, Chris on Fox? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Sideways before? Yeah, John. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that recently. It was good. Wonderlust. Watched that the other night. Good movie. Um, So yeah. uh, Okay. So the first, I got in the Hard Knocks for uh, when the Dolphins were in, and then now I I watch. They follow the players, coaches. Um, draft picks, even if they make it, and then they they cut the guys, and you got to watch them get cut on TV. Ooh, that sucks. And they're like, "Hey, you know, you're a good player. Um, you know, you, you'll probably get picked up somewhere." But I guess you know what? It's also good for the players to get cut because it's it can be a good um, highlight reel. You know, like, "Hey, watch me on." You know, I may not make it, or I'm going to another team, or. But yeah, um, I just think that when you watch what it, what kind of highlight reel is like? Hey, watch me fail. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, it, it, some people may just not fit into a system, but they're actually good players, you know. So oh yeah, okay. I see. So then other teams would be like, hey, look at how fast this guy is. Look at how good this guy is. Yeah, yeah you know, because they actually go, you know, this guy's great. Is uh, forty times awesome. He's good, but you know, he just we have this pick over him. We can't take him right now. And then it, it just seems like sometimes they just let people go for weird, weird reasons, you know. Right. But, um, like. Well, I think I think what I like about it is, you know, we as fans of the sport, we 
we like to talk about the franchise players or the players who have done you know, extremely well in previous years, and we're kind of waiting around for them to do better stats this year and stuff. Yeah. So we do a lot of focusing on this show, you know, gets in deeper to those players who, you know, I like the guys who weren't drafted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the I, guys behind the guys. Yeah. You know, and it's like you watch you watch these do and, and, you know, we don't like preseason. Nobody yeah. likes preseasons. No, you know. preseason's awful. Yeah, it's the worst thing. But but when you watch these guys who aren't even in, pre, they're in preseason but they're not playing those preseason games. They're playing right. ag- against each other and yet yeah. there's that fine line about like how far do I push myself to the extent that I'm you know, showcasing my talent to the best of my ability but, but, not, at this, but, but not putting myself at risk yeah. and, and, and injuring myself. My well, yeah. they, they've had some of their top players. This guy, uh, one of the receivers, went out during practice and, and in slow motion. You just see his knee buckle. Oh. Everybody on the practice. Oh. The, the, whole, the whole team was like, no, 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 no. I mean, and with, that, oh. and with that final four kid who had his bone come out of his leg during that oh, yeah. one. You know uh, what I mean? not, yeah, let's not like, talk about that. We're now at the point where we're so conditioned where it's like these gazelles yeah. are like, you know, it's just, but that one kid, that one kid was diving for everything and he's just diving and the coach is like, don't. Uh, listen, don't dive. Okay. We we're get di- it. We, yeah. You can dive when it means everything in the game, but right now yeah. don't dive. And the kid just couldn't stop diving. He's just diving but all that's... over the place. And, and he wants to show that he can reach it, that he can get it. And he messes himself up. And, and then, and then that guy, the, the NFL sports you know, guy, yeah. he's like, and that's the end of his season. <laughs> and who knows if he'll ever be back in the game of football. Uh, he may have just ruined every single chance to ever play this game. <sighs> I hope he's good at air hockey. <laughs> like, why would okay, you Okay, say- I get it. But, you know, because the, the Bengals picked up Harrison from uh, the Steelers. And that's the first time I've ever seen that guy, like, without pads, you know, walking in the meetings and stuff. Rodney Harrison? Dude, that guy... Is a freaking beast. He's huge. Yeah, he's a host. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> so, but then there's him, and then they got that new, uh, the new kid, the rookie that I I think is going to be better than him. And well, they, he's probably there to kind of guide that kid because how many seasons has Harrison played? Like, dude, like eighty. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking he's like in his eighth to tenth season. I feel like I don't know. I could be wrong. But yeah, but John, I'm telling you, just watch it one time. It'll be your new Cougar Town. I, well, first of all, uh, let's not. Uh, how about my new Rizzoli and Isles? <laughs> Why? Are you... That's a new uh, Italian restaurant on Bur- in, uh, in Burbank. Um, what's the other one? Tango and Bash or whatever? What's Franklin it? and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Why? That's what? Is, what? Okay, that's Saved by the Bell. And then what's the other guy? Where was he? Reckon Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never. I would never sit down and watch. Like, what made you get into that show? You know, like you know what? Um, the guy from Saved by the Bell and Breck and Meyer were in it. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Touche. Touche. That guy. First of all, Mark Paul Gosler is awesome, dude. He was on NYPD Blue at the end, and he was yeah. awesome. All right, so he's he's good. He's a good actor, and yeah. Breck and Meyer is like just funny and. Smarmy enough to be amusing. Can you tell Smarmy. us? Can you tell us what's on the WGN network right now? Because it seems like between TBS, do you know the do you know the full schedule of uh, Dude, WGN's of... all reruns, buddy? You want the new summertime shows? You got to watch USA, TBS, and TNT. <laughs> TBS. Now that's funny. That, that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> all right. Oh, and uh, it's. Oh, I'm sorry. We were crazy. It's very funny. Sure enough. 
USA, characters welcome. TNT, we know drama. So, Guys, so give me the, that's give me, what I'm talking about. ESPN Sports. <laughs> give me the Tyler, Tyler Perry uh, lineup real quick. <laughs> uh, don't know that. He nailed it. That's the one. Um, that's a new <laughs> movie, Tyler Perry. Don't know that. Um, all right. Well, just real quick. Uh, so John's coming back. We're going to do. So we, John and I have been doing this thing called BattleCam, BattleCam.com. If you want to check it out, um, it's kind of like a social experiment by this guy. It is like a social experiment. It's uh, very interesting. Yeah, and very weird. Creator Alki David. Uh, so it's basically we go online. These people are online all the time. We and we're on the right side of the screen. They're on the left side of the screen, and people are just scroll. It's like a chat room, and they're just scrolling on the left side, just taking a dump on us, and it's then making fun of us relentlessly. Dude, I went on there last night and. I think I made the mistake of telling him I'm a comic. <laughs> so je- did we? What did we tell him? Because I, I think th- we told him we were comics before and that we had a podcast. Because they they'll go they'll come on and there's this delay from the internet, you know, and it's it's people sitting in their basements or whatever, and they have these delays, and they're like, "Tell me a joke. Why are you on here?" And I'm like, why am I on here? Why are you on here? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting paid. What's your weird yeah. excuse? And they're like, you know, wh- what are you doing on here? I go, this is my show right now. I can do anything I want. And this guy was from Australia last night. And he was like, you know, what do you do? And, you know, just like, you know, tell me a joke. Anytime you want to tell us a joke. And I'm like, dude, what do you do? And he's like, I'm, I'm doing a radio show right now. Your radio show sucks because <laughs> I'm a guest on it. And I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so Janice Dickinson and Ant <coughs> Ant was on before me yesterday. Oh my god! And then, that is hilarious. And then Joey Buttafuoco comes in oh. and goes, "Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm early." He goes, "I you want the nine o'clock spot?" And I go, "No, nah, I want to do this and go home." Oh man, what well, you got something to do? I go, "Yeah, yeah, I do. I got to get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I got something to do. Get as far away from this place as humanly possible. And I feel sorry because, like Janice Dickinson, all they do, and she's she's always cool to me. She comes out of the studio, hi, darling, or whatever, and gives me the <laughs> that kiss on the left cheek that I've never done before in my life, uh. except with supermodels, obviously. But she does it, and they just crap on her the whole the whole time. time. They should. They they told me that they like us and they're mean to us. Yeah, and she's like. They They're just, just brutal dumb. to everyone else. I'm like, why are they coming in to do this? Then? Well, like, well, John, yesterday it got to a point in the show where I was like, okay, first of all, no one's called me gay yet. No one's called me a bear. No one's called me Chewbacca. What is going on, guys? Chewbacca <laughs> <laughs> taking a bubble bath? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, John and I will be on Battle Cam Thursday, 8 to 9 uh, Pacific Standard Time. And real quick, Mike, we didn't get a rundown f- from this amazing podcast station that we're on now, the Network Studios. What do you, what do you mean, rundown? Like, like, go, like, tell our listeners who else is on this thing. Oh, the Network in total? Yeah. Well, we've got a bunch of podcasts. <laughs> Here we friend. go. <laughs> <laughs> out of the Network Studios, we got... Uh... <laughs> 
Well, uh, no, we have a we have a variety of different shows. We got comedy and talk and uh, social commentary uh, podcasts, and we have uh, a parenting podcast and food podcasts and. You know, some of the talent that we have are people in the comedy industry, as well as well, not. See, that's what you, that's what we have to do. Because, like, if we say if we say that, they'll be like, "Oh, that's cool." But if you say like Brian Callen from Mad TV and yeah. The Hangover, they're like, "Oh, yeah, exactly." exactly. Oh. Yeah, Brian Callen does his show called the Brian Callen Show, which mm-hmm. is a talk show. It deals with a lot of smart stuff, and uh, he he's also got the Fighter and the Kid, which is a very popular podcast that deals with UFC with Brendan fighting Sh- kids. <laughs> exactly. Fighting children. It, it has uh, Brendan Schaub and uh, Brian Callen do uh, one where they actually uh, reach out to some of Brendan's uh, other fighter friends, which is oh, kind yeah. of an interesting thing. So okay, we get a lot okay, of okay, enough about Brian yeah. Callen. Uh, then we got Hefron and Reap. We got Hefron and Reap. Brett Ernst, Kira Soltanovich, Jimmy Schubert, Dennis Regan, Jackie Flynn. Um, uh, we're trying to work on getting uh, Dwayne Perkins. We're trying to get uh, a couple of other cats. So and we're, just, and we're our, working on it. Our good buddy Jason Lawhead. Oh, Jason Lawhead, Lawhead's Court. Can't forget him. Yeah, no, we got. I was like, when I heard Lawhead's Court, I was like, is is he a judge? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is he a school for that. Well, he he's actually uh, up next in he the is. studio today. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you got to check out our website. It's amazing. The fullcountpodcast.com. Check out the uh, networkstudios.com. See all the great podcasts they have. And then, John, follow us just on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at the FC Podcast and also at John Huck, J O N H U C K, and at Sean Halpin, S H A W N H A L P I N. And soon we'll have all those hooked up together. Mike's hit a home run with our website and. Go to if you, go to iTunes and uh, we're getting stickers made, full awesome. count podcast stickers. So if you uh, little write us a little review and then email us your address and uh, the chef Dave, we got we'll send you a st- self addressed stamped envelope soon once we get stamps. Yeah, we got we owe that kid an envelope for sure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should be our prize. <laughs> just sending out envelopes to people. You know what? Hey, it's essentially like having an autograph or your name written by someone else. Yeah, and plus, if we're giving you the chance to reach out and touch someone like old school, exactly, we should go back to letter writing. We should, except no one knows how to write anymore. I love when cursive would came when cursive was big because like, oh shit, I can just scribble and not know how to spell. <laughs> it's like well, I had really neat cursive, but I remember thinking like, as I got older, my mom still writes in cursive, but other than that. I didn't. I stopped seeing it uh, shortly after I learned it. I All like, old oh. people write the same. Have you seen? Have you seen this? Have you seen? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? Wow. I'm still doing calligraphy. <laughs> so, with a quill. a quill. Yeah, <laughs> I write a on a scroll. A jar of ink. <laughs> yeah, took me 40 minutes with my abacus the other day to solve a problem. With anyway. your abacus. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to wrap the show up. We've basically done nothing today. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Guys, so follow us on iTunes. John, do you want to say anything before we go? Uh, looking forward to, get to back, getting back to L.A., but I had a really good time in New York. Uh, thanks to my brother and his fiance Pam, for being so nice to me. Fiance, and, is uh, she French? <laughs> is she a French what? girl? Fiance, is she French? Yeah, fiance. Her name's not fiance. That's uh, <laughs> what people go, this is my fiance. I'm like, that's a weird name. Is that France? Is that for France? That's how you say it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, John, get on the plane. Don't freak out. It's going to be okay. And, um, and I guess we'll sign off here. Thanks for listening to the full count podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. 
We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. There's the button, John. Bye.